Hi guys, I'm Isaac, I'm the son, and uh, we're here filming another episode of In Progress. This is my dad, Jared, and today we're going to be talking about a little tougher topic that's been prevalent in today's news and stuff. We're going to be talking about alcohol, drugs, and specifically vaping and e-cigarettes and jewels. Okay? Because that um, is an awkward conversation. Yes. We actually just... <laughs> We just had this conversation, although it's not super awkward for us, I guess, at this point, because we kind of both agree on it, but yes. would you agree it's an awkward talk about yes. the topic? So we're going to share our point of view with you, and we're going to let you, uh, for parents and students, we're going to let you take these points into mind and uh, try and develop your own stance on these. But before we get to any serious topics, we always have to make sure that we find common ground. Common ground. All right, what are we playing? What are we playing today? What are we gonna be doing for common ground? So, have you ever heard of the game concentration? I have, but explain it to me again. What's All right, concentration? So, concentration: two players go back and forth without breaking the rhythm. And uh, since it has to be related to today's topic, we're going to name as many drugs as we can. Okay. So, like, I would go first, and then you say one, then I say one, and we can't break the routine. Yes. So, put down your drink. Okay. So to keep the rhythm, you're going to grab hands and you're going to go back and forth like this. Okay, what's our speed going to be? Show me what our rhythm should About be. About like this. Dun, dun, dun. That's going to be really hard. Yeah. Okay. So. So how, do we set a timer or do we just go until the other person, somebody stops? And you go until somebody stops. And so we're seeing how many illegal drugs we can each name since they got to be related to today's topic. Okay, so. Uh, now everything we say in here, you should definitely not smoke, snort, or inject. <laughs> or drink, I guess. We count alcohol as a drug? Can we um, is alcohol illegal? Yes. For you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> should we... Okay. Oh, um, if we include alcohol, do we name brands? I, I gotta know the rules. Do we name, Can we name brands? Mm. Or should we just name the, the alcohol would just be one drug? That's it. Uh, I, we should probably name the different types of alcohol, like beer and stuff like that. Okay, okay, okay. Not like categories, not the yes. brand names, but the categories. Yes. Okay, so uh, if you're just listening online and you're listening to the podcast, we are now uh, gripping uh, hands like we're going to play uh, Thumb Wars, and we're going to be sawing motion back and forth in a rhythm, duh, 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 and saying these names. So concentration, we'll see who wins. Ready? Who goes first? This is the game of concentration. concentration. No stops or hesitations. I go first. You go next. The category is drugs. drugs. LSD. Cocaine. Marijuana. <laughs> Heroin. Speed. Roofies. Beers. Wines. Vodka. Whiskey. <laughs> Hard liquor. <laughs> Wine coolers. Cigarettes. Oh, jewel. Uh, vaping. Jewel. No. <laughs> Wait, this is... I don't even know enough names of drugs to even be competitive in this Wait, world. hold on. Crack cocaine. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can't think of one. Oh, uh, what's the, what's the stuff called that everybody, like, makes at home? Methamphetamine. <laughs> Methamphetamines. Barbiturates. Uh, codeine. Now I can think of all kinds of them. Ecstasy. Why is it so hard to do it when you're doing it face-to-face? I don't know. I don't understand. 
I can't think what I'm doing it that way. Well, this is going to be an interesting conversation. Uh, we were planning this episode on the yeah. drive here. We planned it for like five minutes. Well, I mean, here's the thing. We don't disagree about this topic. No. Do we? No, not really. Do you think it's a... I mean, <laughs> maybe I should ask. <laughs> How do you feel about juuling and vaping? It's stupid. I mean, I don't really agree with it at all. Why? Okay, so what do you think has contributed to your having that thought versus some of maybe your classmates or people in your age group who like think it's cool or think it's good or think it's somewhere trying? Because right? What's a, the difference? Because from a young age, you and mom were always talking to me about how smoking and stuff was bad. And then like, as soon as dueling came out, the schools are all like, um, all like, dueling's bad. And so I've always had that like, that stuff's bad ingrained into my mind. What about alcohol? Now alcohol, same thing with that too. And I mean, with both of those things, there's evidence to back both of those things up. And since I'm very like, facts minded, then I can see that information and I can conclude that it's bad myself. Okay, so first of all, all, all of these for you as a minor are illegal anyway. Yes. Right? So it's like, for you, that's one level of, hey, it's illegal, uh, n don't need to get involved in it. Yes. You're saying second level, hey, your facts minded the fact that those can be harmful to your body, especially yes. as a teenager, stay away from. Yes. Is there any other level of like, does it go any farther than that or is that enough for you? Mm. Is that your stomach growling? Yes, my stomach's growling. Okay. I haven't eaten dinner. <laughs> uh, well, um, friends, because a lot of my friends are against that stuff, so we got that too. Okay, so let's talk about it still from a teenage perspective, we'll get the parent perspective in a little bit, but because you know that people, there are people and you say, man, it just doesn't. Doesn't seem smart. Doesn't seem wise. You actually use the word stupid. Do you, do you think teenagers who do this? What's the what? Why do you think they're doing it? Why why is it that they experiment with it all? All right. So one of the major reasons is peer pressure. Because once they've got friends doing it, they're gonna feel more pressured that they've got that they've got to do this to fit in. Another reason is that they start believing that they're more mature now, and so that they can make their own decisions, and so they feel like this is a step. That they can take to adult to be independent to be yes. adult. Okay. Yes. Why do you think these things are seen as adult? Because that's an interesting point. Because I think I agree with you. I think a lot of students think, oh, if I can, if I can smoke or if I can uh, drink alcohol, then that be, that makes me an adult. Or, mm -hmm. I mean, why do you think people conclude that? What is that about those things that makes them feel like they're more adult? I guess. Well, I mean, in the movies, you never see a wimp smoking a joint like a gangster you always see the tough dudes that are smoking and drinking alcohol and acting all cool and so that that's what most boys look up to and girls i mean i don't really know what it is with girls because I'm, <laughs> I'm not a girl but i but girls i guess they just feel like they they've got like the girls that have like that rebellious spirit in them they feel like they're just gonna rebel and they're gonna do this because i mean you gotta technically be 21 to drink and 18 to Smoke and twenty one to buy e cigarettes. Okay, and so well that that's a good point. Uh, again, it it and as a minor, it's illegal. Okay, so what when you become eighteen and you can smoke, or you become twenty one and you can buy alcohol? How how do you think your attitudes might change toward these topics? Since since it won't be illegal anymore, 
what you know how are you going to base your decision on whether or not you'll smoke or jewel or drink or whatever how do you think you'll think through that um i'll probably be relying on the facts again and by that point because of all the investigations going into cigarettes and out and like all that stuff they may have there may be even stricter restrictions on it at that point do you think for for you and for for our family uh, are there any other reasons we might want you to decide against using some of those substances is there anything else that we kind of talk about that helps you make a make make a decision as you become an adult in your own uh well Mom, dad, he was a smoker for a while, but he stopped, and he had you mean some, grandpa, mom's dad, yes, grandpa? yes, and he had some heart problems, and so she saw what he went through smoking and all, and he started fairly young, around my age, and so um, once and once he started, it was hard for him to stop, but eventually he stopped, and so but he had to go through a lot of surgery afterwards, but and so I don't think she wants me to go through that. That's a good point. What about the alcohol issue? How do, how do you see yourself making that decision once you're 21? I mean, I've seen enough pictures of drunk people. I, I don't want to end up like that. <laughs> I just don't want to end up like that. Well, I mean, you'll, you'll eventually make that decision yourself. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, don't attend frat parties past 10. Right. So I, I guess my final question for you to kind of kind of get a, a, a framework on this from the teenage perspective, how do you... How, how do you respond to friends or peers who maybe are involved in this? What is, what would you, I mean, how's your attitude toward that? Um, um, I try not to be mean, but I try to make it clear because I try to make it clear that most of my friends are Christians and call themselves Christians because they go to church. And I try to make it very clear that they're being very hypocritical to all their like beliefs because Jesus said that it was Jesus drank wine it was okay to drink wine but applying that to like e-cigarettes and stuff the amount that they do it in is like unhealthy to their bodies anyways and since your body is God's temple and you should be respectful of that and I mean like one of like these kids they're they just go into the bathrooms and they like have a good time and I mean yeah and, and I guess if you want to bring in like the moral argument and we yeah. would say a Christian argument like you said if it's against the law Jesus would say respect the authority yeah. too right so you shouldn't be sneaking it obviously it's <laughs> you shouldn't be buying illegal substances because that's against the authority of the day uh, and I think you're right I think part of it for us and that's part of what our family is trying to understand yeah. is that we should make wise decisions based on what we see at Jesus's example not just these legal or health reasons mm -hmm. but maybe there's another reason that we keep our bodies and minds free from those yeah those pieces because like if you're dueling like between as a boy between the ages of 14 and 20 or as a girl between the ages of 12 and 18 you risk so much damage to your brain um, as if it was before or afterwards and because your brain is developing and rewiring itself and so that nicotine it acts as a neural drug and it can screw up that and it can give you serious problems later on in life you did a lot of reading on this yes yes and the and the reason that kids are more attracted to this over cigarettes is it's easier to administer you don't have to light it 
Right. And I mean, it's got a bunch of flavors. It's got like peppermint and strawberry. Mango, strawberry. It's got all these different flavors and cigarettes. Those are generally not the best. But, and I mean, it's easier to hide because it's not got a bunch of smoke everywhere. Right. I've heard kids can actually use this in class and nobody ever knows. Yes. Well, interesting. It, it is very possible to do that. Yeah, I guess as far across the gamut, you know, in terms of our conversations, what I feel like we, we've always tried to, to have is being open about the, the effects. Like you said, we try to give you guys more facts. Uh, I don't know that everybody gives you, but that mm -hmm. seems to have helped. And you're saying uh, the way you read what Jesus said that, hey, this doesn't seem like a wise decision. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Do you have any questions or maybe comments you'd like to give parents on the other side of this? Because we've kind of gotten a teenage point of view. How should we talk to parents who are watching this or listening to this? How should we help them navigate this issue? Because I can see this being a very tense or awkward argument, yeah. I guess, with some people, right? Yes. So, first of all, when you're talking to your kid about like all this stuff, you need to uh, t you need to start you need to start off by at a very young age, and you need to tell them that this is very bad for you, and that this can seriously affect your decisions later in life. It can affect you getting hired for jobs, and it can affect your relationships. Um, if it's an older kid, you you probably you, they're probably old enough that you can start using facts along with this. Now. The tough part comes if you have a child, if you have a kid that's already involved in this kind of stuff that's underage. And what you don't need to do is you don't need to just pass it off with a wave and just like take the device away from and throw it away. Because if they got it in the first place, they know how to get one, obviously, so they can get one again. And by that point, if they've been using it long enough, they're probably already addicted to the nicotine. And so you need to make a very big deal about it. You need to take it seriously. And you need to confront them. If your kid's not one to like take things seriously and this stuff doesn't really bother them, then you might like take legal action against, like not major legal <laughs> action. Against your own child, that'd be kind of difficult to do, wouldn't it? But yes, but you like one. I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's not like. Uh, I mean, it's not. It's kind of. Uh, is kind of mean, but one of the best ways to make sure they never do it again is humiliation. Humiliation works really good. You think against, so? Against teenagers, yes. <laughs> okay. I'm going to disagree with that. I'm not sure humiliation would work on everybody. However, I like your 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 main point here is that, that it needs to be taken seriously. Yes. One, one of the things I think that parents often forget about when they address a hard, difficult, rebellious issue with students is that they forget about that uh, this student really is uh, in their household. Uh, they're not an independent adult yet. And it's okay to set really clear boundaries. Yes. Like, um, uh, it's okay to take away a car or a driver's license yeah. or a phone because those things are signs. And um, like we've told you before, your, your phone is in sense, it's our phone. We're gonna, we're gonna see how you do with it. It is a test for responsibility in adulthood. It is not um, a, a privilege or, I'm, I'm sorry, it's not an, an ownership issue, it's a privilege. Yes. So I think it's okay to set really hard, clear boundaries. Parents, I think part of what you, I think what most parents are afraid of is if I set these hard boundaries, if I have this hard conversation, if I, they're, they're gonna rebel, they're, they're gonna hate me, 
they're not going to respect me long term. How, how do you, what do you tell a parent about that? Because like a student who's already in this behavior and maybe addicted, mm -hmm. it's going to be a hard road. Should parents emotionally, how, how do you recommend, how do you, how do you think they should talk to your students? Well, about first off, if you're setting really hard, clear boundaries at first, and I mean, if you're afraid that they're not going to love you long term, that is not, that is not at all correct because once they start getting older and because you've given them the right mindset, they're going to begin realizing why you're right and why you, and why you set those boundaries. And so that's actually going to like bring them, give them a close relationship. Yeah. You're like, oh, they're right. Yeah, I, should, I shouldn't have done that. And it may take time. Right? Yeah. And this is what I think uh, I would like to see a lot of parents do is, uh, like you said, approach this conversation earlier rather than later. But if you've waited... You need to have this conversation as soon as possible. You need to set some clear boundaries and expectations because you're building a long-term relationship. Don't be inconsistent. Mm -hmm. I'd say, number one, clear boundaries. Number two, be consistent because the longer you are consistent with something like this and the longer you help them see how serious an issue it is, the more care they actually feel from you over the long term. Short term, there may be some arguments. So this is all about shutting down arguments and rebooting conversations. So how do you think in this process of addressing these hard issues, how do you think they can avoid some of the arguments? How, when is a good time to approach a teenager? Uh, how should they do it if they have to broach a really tough issue and they found out they're vaping or they found out they're in, involved in alcohol on the weekends or hanging out? How, what do you think a way to do that is without uh, just dropping the hammer on somebody? <laughs> uh... Well, don't hire a motivational speaker and hide them in the basement for four hours mm -hmm. if you find a bag of pot in the kitchen. Oh my goodness, we should probably watch that video as soon as we're done here. Um, that episode, of, and parents probably know, Chris Farley, the students probably yes. know who that is. But yeah. Uh, yeah, well, how do, I mean, yeah, it's, that's a, this is a difficult thing, right? Because yeah. if I caught you vaping, I mean, I'd probably have an emotional response. I might be pretty, like, upset that you were, one, lying to me, and two, you were doing something that I don't think is healthy for you. So I, I would have difficulty not coming into your room and just probably, you know, ripping the doors off the hinges and being angry, right? So mm -hmm. how do I avoid that? If you start smoking this year, what, how am I supposed to handle it? How am I supposed to address something that you think you're doing because you think you're an adult? How am I supposed to address that with you? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that, that's a very hard decision. I mean, you don't need to go in there all guns a-blazing and, like, yell at them because that will, like, further estrange them from you. That'll get them angrier at you. You need to take it calmly. And, but, I mean, you don't need to just be cool with it and let it, and okay. let it fly. So there is a way to be balanced. Yes. Uh, who do you think is better than this in our household, mom or me, at being balanced, being serious about it without being overkill angry? You. No, I don't think so. I think mom's actually better at it. <laughs> but I, I think you're right. There's a way to do both of those. Right? Yeah. There's a way to come in and be uh, uh, loving and, I, I hate to say the word gentle, Yeah. but to also be firm and consistent yes. with what's going to happen, right? Yes, but, the, but if you really want to keep this from happening and you don't have a plan for this, you need to set clear boundaries. You need to set hard, clear boundaries first. And if these boundaries are broken, you need to have hard punishments to go along with them so you can reinforce that behavior so that it doesn't happen yeah. later in life. Yeah, and I think um, 
would you agree with this, that parents who set those pretty clear boundaries from earlier on, um, those kids have less likely to rebel because it, it's, it's more about the actual um, relationship they're building through that conversation too. Like the, we've talked to you guys about this issues over and over again. It's not just yeah. one time. Mm-hmm. It's a relationship forming over and over again. In fact, when we've seen people in restaurants who were drinking more than they should or maybe smoking in areas where we knew they shouldn't, that's yeah. that would always prompt a conversation, right? So yes. I think that's key for parents and, and a kids. lot of that, and we see a lot of that stuff at Disney World. That's where we <laughs> that's, see the most of it. That's so true. They have a place on earth. Everybody has to smoke. Um, that's awesome. Well, do you have any other closing thoughts on this topic? Because I think uh, this is one of those things that, again, it's hard. We we do agree on this topic, so I don't know how whether we argue about it as much, but I think parents probably need to know uh, how to address it and probably need to go and address it, right? Have a conversation. Yeah. Um, I mean, talk with like, uh, maybe like, set up like a, uh, like a, like, set up like a trust uh, contract or something with your child. Not necessarily like a written piece of paper, but just like, like make a mutual promise that uh, you all will like if not you want that one the kid won't get caught up in alcohol drugs or vaping and the parents won't like go in if they find out that they're doing some of that stuff and beat the crap out of them with the floorboard <laughs> that would be a good idea not to do that yeah but you know what you make a good point uh, a contract, maybe not even written, but we kind of had yeah. a verbal contract about your phone, right? Yes. There were certain things that we said, hey, do this, do this. Hey, if you if this happens, come talk to us. We're trusting that you'll do A, B, and C. That might not be a bad idea around this issue. Yes. Hey, would you know? Sit down with your student. Hey, we need to start fresh. Let's 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 gather some uh, you know information, some some categories we need to talk about, and have this. So. I guess my recommendation to parents would be, um, first of all, as, as scary as this conversation may be, it's something you need to do. It's something you need to have with your teenager. If you haven't had that conversation over and over, you definitely need to do it. So one, I would say take them to dinner somewhere. Do something fun together. Uh, go enjoy something that they enjoy with them. Don't take them to dinner where there's like a bunch of alcohol. Well, you, you, you can, or but on the drive can. is when you ask them a question. Hey... Have you had any struggles with any of these areas? Ask them about how they view it. Yes, how they when they think about yes, it. Yes, when they're eating food that they like, that's the best time to ask them. And make sure they've got ice cream in their hands so they can't throw it. I guess they could throw it, but yeah, but it's hard to throw ice cream. It'll, but ice cream it makes a bigger mess if you throw it. Yeah, that's good. Well, that's about it for us. I don't know where anything else around the topic that we need to discuss. Do you think of any other questions we should throw out? We're mm-hmm. good. No, not really. Okay, so we need their challenge question. What's their challenge going to be for this month? What can we challenge them to do? Challenge coming, parents and teenagers. (laughs) I made the one up last time. Why don't you make it up? Okay. I would think the challenge needs to be, uh, no matter where you guys are at on this issue together, that you should, uh, the challenge would be, uh, take a ice cream or dinner break, like I said, and then go address this issue and see where everybody lands. Like, uh, hey, you parents, uh, where do you land on this? Have you ever talked about it with your kid? Have you given your kind of like two cents worth on where you think they should land? Hey, teenagers, have you ever been honest about uh, how you feel about these different issues and 
whether or not you struggle with some of them because they are illegal activities, whether or not you choose to do them as adults may be a different conversation. But for right now, these are illegal. So my challenge is go have a conversation, go to dinner, go to ice cream, and spend a little time talking about these very serious aspects of becoming an adult. Anything else? No. Okay. All right. Well, you guys should email us your comments, any questions you have, any anything we'd like to communicate, they can email us at? Uh, in talkinprogress at gmail.com. And what should they do? Yeah, leave your answers to the challenge question in the comments below. Oh, we forgot to feature the comments in this video. Well, we didn't have any comments. I looked oh. them up, so we're not there yet. But hey, any future episode that we have great comments or great questions on, we will cover in the future episodes. Yes, but so. answer the challenge question in the comments below. Tell us about your experience with your student. Yes. And then we'll feature our five favorite answers at the beginning of the next show, if we have any. <laughs> yes. And then like, subscribe, and hit that little bell for notifications. Thank you all for watching, and this is In Progress. This is In Progress! I'm cutting that out of here.